Huntsville. Welcome listeners, you're listening to the Spice Cast. I'm your host tonight, Daniel Bullard, and with us here in the studio, we've got Joel Elliott, stand-up comedian, musician, singer, songwriter, and poet. Uh, if you're a longtime listener of the Spice Cast, you know Joel was one of our first, I think one of our first ten guests, you may have been like number six or number seven, um, and you were actually, I think, the very first person who actually reached out to us to come in for an interview on Twitter. I heard about you guys through Xavier Fry. That's right, yeah. Xavier Fry was doing the the, the Spice Cast, and I was like, oh, let me see if I can, uh, I'd like to do an interview, let's see if I can reach out to these guys. Yeah, it was it was a very fun interview and the start of a lot of, of like a really cool friendship and in artistic relationship and all that for I did for, an interview and then I never left. Yeah. <laughs> Stuck in Huntsville forever. Forever. Which people can find you. Are you still stuck in Huntsville at gmail.com? I am stuck in Huntsville at gmail.com. That is my main email address. And so if you are uh, a marketer that wants to send me junk, join all the other marketers that want to send me junk. Uh, because that's all, that's the only people that email me. Just, just send all your junk mail to stuckinhuntsville at gmail.com. I mean, if you're a real human being, that would be awesome too. Email me <laughs> at stuckinhuntsville at gmail.com and I'll feel better about checking my email. <laughs> like I get, I get like, uh, an email from my mother, like maybe once a quarter and, and then just a bunch of spam, a bunch of spam. Everything else is just Nigerian princes that want to do business. I'm very popular in Nigeria. Yeah. Uh, they, they love me there. Well, they they want me to give them my bank account details. Right. What do you think I am? Some sort of rich bee with a bank account and identification? Oh, he can afford a Gmail. Oh, oh he's fancy. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Now that I got a Gmail address, everybody thinks I'm just so posh. <laughs> well, thanks oh. thanks again for coming in. Uh, the last time you were here, you were you were you were just doing stand up. I was. You only had just started doing stand up. It I was think. The, it was a thing to do. Yeah. Uh, I was trying to network. I was trying to like you know get get my foot into the arts community to try to figure out like what to do with the rest of my life. Cause there wasn't really much going on at yeah. the time. So comedy was the thing. Uh, and I'm going to be to, I still do comedy. I'm, uh, I, I've got a show coming up later this month. Yeah. Over uh, uh, September 30th over at all right by you over at Tim's Cajun kitchen. Yes. That's hosted by Nate Bailey. It's uh Matthew Tate produces the show. They're good people. And, uh, and there's really good fried alligator there. Yeah. So oh, it's September 30th come, and uh, it's pay what you want. It's like the it's like buying an album from Radiohead. You just go ahead and you know, like give us two bucks, give us five bucks, give us twenty. You're yeah. welcome to pay whatever you want. It's September thirtieth at Tim's Cajun Kitchen, and just go to Tim's Cajun Kitchen and support the restaurant because yeah. it's really good food. And apparently. I, I tried to have a date there last night, and I got there, and apparently they had had so little business that day because of the football game, they just decided uh, to close down early. Oh, no. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Yeah, I was like damn it. Yeah, I'll get out the Tim's so we can go there and, 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 and eat, even if there's football. Yeah. Why do you guys do that, Alabama? I don't know. How come everything weird. has to shut down because of football? Go watch football in the restaurant. I was at They'll a put wedding reception yesterday, and everybody cleared out, and I was like, why is everybody going? Oh, it's game time. Oh, right. It's kickoff. Yeah, yeah it's like you see like you go to a, like a funeral and people are like all of a sudden just the place empties out it's like well there was Wrap football today bad day for a funeral sorry yeah oh you guys and your footballs but since the last time you were here you've you've actually expanded your your artistic prowess a lot you're doing you're doing music now you're doing mm-hmm. poetry mm-hmm. you're you're writing there's mm-hmm. just a whole lot of stuff going we're on doing a whole lot of things yeah it's, yeah we've been did i figured okay like uh huntsville is a town that wants to be an art town and they're really trying hard uh and but you know but the market for art 
and surviving on art is kind of thin for some. And so I was like, well, let, maybe if I stick my finger in all the pies, <laughs> that, that, you know, like if I could do poetry and music and comedy, maybe we can piece something together. Yeah. That's kind of been the, the thing. And that's how the music thing, uh, the music thing, uh, has been interesting. Like I got booked to do a show at a place where like, you know, they, they book, you know, musical acts and it's like, I could do 45 minutes of comedy, but I wanted to bring music and, but I got booked for the show when I only had like one original song. Yeah. And so I've written all the rest of the songs after having gotten booked for the show. So we're going to call the album doing it backwards. Yeah. That's where so the, the pressure's on. So that was the, yeah. that was the, the fuel like, Oh, I got to yeah. get this done. Yeah. It's like, okay, now we have a date by with, you know, like by this point, I have to have so many songs. We're up to like 13. So we're not, but you know, You're we're doing not doing pretty terrible. good. Yeah. We're working on it. You know, we're getting there. Uh, uh, and I wanted to tell you about the origin of one of those songs. Yes. The first song we've got coming up, uh, it's called sissy. And uh, it came together very weirdly. It was just Wednesday of last week uh, from when we recorded this. Uh, and uh, one of my tweets, one of my Twitter connections, at uh, SissyNits, she tweeted, uh, every girl wants to be the girl he writes the songs about. And so I replied, like, hey, I'm working on an album. What, do you, you know, what name should I use? Should I use SissyNits? Or what? And she, was, she, uh, she replied, Sissy's fine, and sent a little winky thing. And, uh, and I said, I'll get my notebook. And she replied, LOL, with an emoji because she thought I was kidding. Yeah. And then like an hour and a half later, I had the lyrics, I had the chord, uh, you know, like I published a draft onto my YouTube and sent it to her. I was like, there, song written about you. <laughs> ha. <laughs> you know, like, so like the song got conceived of, like inspired, conceived of and written and, you know, done in the span of like an hour and a half. And it was because Sissy Nets, uh, somebody, I've, we've chatted before, you know, we don't just not. You know, we're not like total strangers. Right. We're tweeps. Yeah. You know, we're close on Twitter, as right. close as Twitter gets. Yeah. And uh, and so, yeah, this this song is is dedicated to at Sissy Nets. All right. Well, let's listen to it. This is called Sissy. I can't pick up my phone without a word from you cutting right through me. It's like you've always known how to get my guard down and get to me. Oh, sissy, I know you hardly know me But when I see your words, it's like you own me Sissy, I tried to keep you out You keep breaking down my walls Sissy, I don't think you realize That you're doing it at all Oh, sissy, I know you hardly know me But when I see your words, it's like you own me I don't even know why I'm telling you the way you move me It's not like if I do, it would bring you any closer to me Oh, sissy, I know you hardly know me But when I see your words, it's like you own me Sissy, I try to keep you out But you keep breaking down my walls Sissy, I 
I don't think you realize that you're doing it at all. Breaking down my walls Oh sissy I know you hardly know me But when I see your words It's like you own me Sissy I try to keep you out But you keep breaking down my walls Alright, and we're back And that was Sissy by Joel Elliott Recorded right here in Spice Rack Studios and uh, I, you, since this came together so quickly, I kind of wanted to ask you, you know, what, if, if any kind of a process you have, what is that like? Because you, you crank them out so quickly. I crank stuff. I'm reckless with my creation. I, uh, I don't know. I, um, I just wait until, like, I just get hit little moments where, where, like, the seed of an idea. Like, okay, that song, when I saw the tweet, my first thought was, uh, sissy, I tried. You know, I was like, that would be a real fun way to start a chorus. Now, where do I go from there? And I started thinking about, you know, like, what is my relationship with Sissy Knits? It's like, you know, like I, uh, we don't chat super frequently, but I notice her tweets a lot and, uh, and like her cynicism, you know, always like I connect with it and mm-hmm. whatnot. And so, yeah, I started describing that feeling and then, and the words just kind of, you know, fell into place. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. My, my process is just, I, it, like I, I come up with like a lyric that feels impactful mm-hmm. and right outward from it. Yeah. And, uh, once I have the parts, as far as choruses and verses, I figure out, you know, what order and figure out what chords fit that. You know, like it's, I, I usually start with the lyrics and then go to the chord structure and figure out the melody. Then once the chords are established, you're, you're writing it like a poet. Basically, you start with yeah. the lyrics first. Yeah, I, I do. I do lyrics first with the mind of of this has to fit a meter. Right. And so all of the meter has to match each other mm-hmm. for the different parts, you know, like very rigid metered poetry. Then I come up with the chords, then the melody. OK. Although I have in the process of making the album, I've been trying to come at it from different directions and so a couple of the songs on the album i did the music first and then came like there's a song called jimmy the preacher that we're not going to hear on this podcast because we have to keep some mystery right yeah so you uh, gotta have, have some people some yeah, reason the, for people to check out the album but the uh yeah the guy that i'm working with uh dustin morden to produce the the album itself uh he's working with jimmy the preacher right now and making it super uber weird but awesome. like it started out as just straightforward punk you know kind of just chords and I then wrote the lyrics around those chords. But uh, yeah, so I don't have a static, uh, definite process, but it, I tend to write the lyrics first. Okay. And then work my way through from there. And uh, the next one we have coming up is called Before It's Done. Do you want to kind of talk about the, the genesis of that one a little bit? Right. That one, I don't, you know, that one's starting to become fuzzy as to how that happened. Uh, but this is a song uh, that fits a category i would like to call nihilist pop like there are a couple songs on the album that are very they lean real hard into the nihilism but have that poppy feel to it yeah too and uh so yeah this is one of the nihilist pop songs well let's listen to it this is the nihilist pop song before it's done by joel elliott
back with the spice cast that was before it's done by joel elliott and uh we recorded the vocals here in the studio but everything else was produced uh uh oh by dustin right? yes yes yeah. dustin dustin made the track and uh yeah we did the vocals here okay yeah yeah and it's a fun version it is i, I i'm gonna call that the spicy mix or yeah. something i don't know because i like that because that was fun we got it we got a little weird how did you and Dustin meet originally? <laughs> uh, we met through the comedy scene. Like he was uh, just testing out. Like he was just starting uh, doing stand-up comedy at the open mics when I, you know, was uh, when I had first done the interview with you mm-hmm. guys. And so I met him back there. Uh, he, him, and Tatiana, uh, his girlfriend, uh, they were the only two people who visited me uh, in the park when I was living in the park, like when, like they're the only two people who specifically went to the park to see if they could just run across me. Yeah. And they did at a night where like I needed company and it was, yeah. you know, so it was, a, it was a neat moment and yeah. now I'm living with them. That's awesome. Uh, that's what they get. Yeah. That's what they get for getting close <laughs> to a, to a, you know, to a hobo entertainer like myself. Now I live in your house. Yeah. I'm sorry guys. Oh, uh, you've, you've had an interesting summer. You've, you've, God, you've man. moved within three times within like a one mile radius. <laughs> I've been moving just around this like little, it's like started out in my apartment and then yeah. moved across the street a little bit. Yeah, and... yeah. Then over there. And then now I've been back on the other side of Bob Wallace. It's, you know, I'm just like hovering around Bob Wallace and I, and I still haven't looked up who that is. Like, I feel like I should know who Bob Wallace is since like, I'm so like focused right around that yeah. area. I, I should, because I'm, I'm from here and I should know, I know that, but I, right? I, I think it's like some, it's like Senator Sparkman. He's like a Senator of, of some sort. Or yeah. Something, yeah. But, I'm, yeah. Sure, I'm sure he did things. He owned, I, he had a lot of land. Had he some was a money. man with a lot of land. Yeah. Had some money or some land yeah. or some, but, and, something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'll look it up sometime. I've got a laptop in my lap. I could look it up right now and I'm not doing <laughs> it. That's how much, that's how I, it bothers me just enough to be bothered. <laughs> 
So uh, the next one we have is called uh, Naked and Afraid, and I, I mean, there's a story behind this one as well, right? This I there uh, well, it's just it's another one of the Nihilus Pop songs. I did this recently. I've been testing these songs at the open mics, and uh, Sarah Jane, who was on the program not yeah. that long ago, Sarah Jane uh, was hosting an open mic, and I went out to hers. And I didn't realize it was at a restaurant. Well, I, you know, it didn't connect in my head that there might be children there right. at a restaurant. And there was a mom and her kids. And I sang this song and I was, a, I was terrified because it's like, I'm going to ruin these children. Like these lyrics are dark. Yeah. But the song is poppy. Right. And so at the end of the song, I looked right at the mom and the mom went, I like that one. She said it out loud. And I was like, oh, thank God. Thank God. Because I was afraid I just ruined your children. You, and I did. I did. Yeah. They, you know, like those children dreamed of, of the meaninglessness of sugar plums when they got home. Yeah, they had you know? a huge existential crisis. Major right existential crisis. But yeah. by the time you're five, you you know, you should at least learn your hamster's going to die yeah, or whatever. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that's about the like, appropriate time to learn about death. Yeah. Yeah. That's when you need to start really having those conversations. So hopefully I sparked a discussion and those children are in a dark, dark mental place right now because of that song. Yeah. I, I like that, that you can pretty much sing about anything as long as you put a poppy beat underneath. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. Oh, yeah. You make I that, like you make that melody snappy, yeah. put some harmony in there and you can sing straight up to people's faces. You are going to die. Yeah. Cause that's basically what the song is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you're going to die and it doesn't mean anything. You're gonna that's die. the song. But it's, since it's poppy, people are like, yeah, that's nice. I enjoyed that. Yeah. We're all going to die. Yeah. It's, great. it's great. Hooray. <laughs> that's the message. We're all going to die and it's okay. <laughs> Well, let's let them listen to it. This is uh, Joel Elliott with Naked and Afraid. Everything we do amounts to nothing And every song we sing will be forgotten So it stands to reason we'd be rushing to our graves Everything we do amounts to nothing And every song we sing will be forgotten So it stands to reason we'd be naked and afraid We're gonna fall down We're gonna see fear We'll still be around It's okay down here We came to this town Why are we here? Till we stop looking it won't become clear Everything we do amounts to nothing And every song we sing will be forgotten So it stands to reason we'd be rushing to our graves Everything we do amounts to nothing And every song we sing will be forgotten So it stands to reason we'd be naked and afraid gonna see fear still be around it's okay down here everything we do amounts to nothing and every song we sing will be forgotten so it stands to reason we'd be rushing to our graves singing songs in stormy weather need to learn to focus better 
need to tish my get together Start making sense as though it matters As though it even matters Everything we do amounts to nothing And every song we sing will be forgotten So it stands to reason we'd be rushing to our graves Everything we do amounts to nothing And every song we sing will be forgotten So it stands to reason we'd be rushing to our graves Naked and afraid All right, we're back. That was Naked and Afraid by Joel Elliott, uh, part of which was recorded right here in Spice Rack Studios. I, we did the vocals and some... some. Where was that? Was that the... We did harmony. That was the all-in-one. Yeah, we did uh, the yeah. harmony here. That was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I had I had the low part there, and then we uh, we laid the high part over it. Partially, partially produced here partially at Spice Rack Studios. It was a partial, you couldn't have it. You could no, have it's okay. it. No, it's okay. No, no, Dustin, Dustin did the work on that one. It's yours. You could have it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reckless with my audio. Just spread it around. Yeah, I, I really do. Uh, I en- I enjoy the sound a lot because it is, it's it's kind of like, you know, we were talking earlier about uh, They Might Be Giants and Ween. Mm-hmm. It's kind of got that feel, feel to it, the, the last two. I like to over-enunciate. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I think I, that helps. I'm getting a lot of, I'm, I've been getting some some Christian rock fo- uh, followers lately. <laughs> oh, I, wow. <laughs> and I think that's why. I think it's because I over-enunciate and they're just assuming. But it's like, well, I mean... You know, it's got a positive message and stuff. It's just, it's, it's, it's a little nihilist. It's a little bit. It's a little, a little bit. bit, a little bit like, you know, specifically nihilist. Yeah. You know, like everything is meaningless. I, I'm not saying that I believe everything is meaningless, but I think it's a distinct possibility. Yeah. And so, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm hedging my bets. It's I like, know. I think, I think that comes, you, you fall into the category of the, the act of nihilist where yeah. it's like. Everything's meaningless, but I'm I'm still gonna make stuff. I will find meaning I will find in whatever meaning. I can, and well, see that's the thing. It's like everything is meaningless, and so you know, like everything is equally meaningful. Right. That's the thing. Yeah, it's no like risk. what you find meaning in makes just about as much sense as anything else that you find meaning in. Yep. And so that meaning is valid. Yeah. And so the meaninglessness is the the path to meaning. That I don't know. That's that's the philosophical like spiral that I go down. Yeah. In, in in struggling to find meaning in everyday existence. Voltaire said, go tend your own damn garden. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Wait, was was that just Voltaire getting old and being like, get off my lawn? Is that how he I mean, says that was from, I, I think he was always like that. Okay. That, that was from That's Candide, true. but I'm pretty sure he was always just like, stupid, stupid Turks and Jews and whatever other terrible things. fighting and being weird. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, the world needs the philosophers to tell everybody to shut up. Yeah, especially nowadays. Basically. Yeah. And, oh, uh, oh. You've, you've got some gigs coming up here pretty soon. Yes. You've got one on the 30th yes. we talked about over at All Right, right. Bayou doing stand-up. Come see me do comedy. And then the very next week, October the 6th, over at Hops Wild, starting yes. at 10, you are doing a feature show. We're going to do a whole live show. It's going to be a bunch of the songs from the album Doing It Backwards, which we are putting together now in advance of the show, and we wrote specifically for the show. And uh, it'll it'll be just a whole live thing. It's uh, three dollars at the door, and it's gonna start tenish October sixth at Hopswild. That's a craft beer bar. Uh, I don't know if you know where Pinhook Provisions is. Yeah, uh, it's it's directly yeah. if you know where 
the Mirabu apartments are. You've, yeah. if you've been down Bob Wallace. It's pretty much it's over by Marco's Pizza. They don't yeah. really have a sign. It's kind of a little bit hard to They've find if you don't banner, know what you're looking for. They've got a banner, but it's not up on the face. It's right. kind of hard to see from the road. But like Bob Wallace, you know, the, go to Marco's Pizza on Bob Wallace. It's right next door. Yeah. Right next door to Marco's. Hey, get some pizza too because Marco's is pretty great. Yeah, it's a really cool place. They support a lot of local art. So they do. Definitely please do. go out and support they, that, that. They bar. employ some local artists. Yeah, they do. As they a matter do. Of fact. Um, at, uh, and if they have room for one, more uh, marcos give me a call call me you can't see this because it's radio but i'm holding my hand to my head like a telephone call me yes and what's what's even neater is that i wasn't actually holding my hand no, it was a complete lie. I just, it was a complete lie that was theater of the mind that's what <laughs> you that imagined was. it though i it, well they did they, you just implanted a thought in there yeah they were like okay. oh he's doing that phone symbol see now i'm actually doing the phone symbol so this is not theater of the mind this, are you I'm, sure are you sure he's really doing it is anything real yeah Elon Musk scared me about the no man's sky. Like, are we in a simulation? Maybe we are. I don't know. He's yeah. I've seen an interview with him. I think Werner Herzog did, did a whole, um, he did a whole movie about the internet and he did an interview with Elon Elon Musk and he got him to admit that the only dreams of his that he remembers are his nightmares. Nice. (laughs) It's like, Oh, that's great. That's pretty nice. Yeah. It, uh, Yeah. The modern day Tesla, all, all I dream about is terrible things. All, all I can <laughs> the remember. tortured ones are the ones that give us some great, great stuff like electric cars and stuff. Yeah. The yeah. future. So maybe we need to be torturing more people. Maybe that's I'm, the I'm pretty sure. I, I really, I've, I've thought about this a lot least recently, but I don't think there's, art without adversity is like, you know, food without spices. You can't really, yeah. you know, you, you can do it, but it comes out kind of bland. And like yeah, the, the, more, people the more you beat the artist, the better stuff comes kinda, out. Kind of, yeah, it's the sad it's truth. True. <laughs> it's true. That's why theater directors are so mean. Yeah. <laughs> or, or you ever seen Dance Moms? It's the oh, worst. She, wow, they, yeah. they, she just whips the children, like literally whips them almost. It, uh, but they're successful. They're very you, successful you've children. You've got to verbally abuse those artists. That's how they got that way in the first place. Yep. You keep encouraging them yeah, by telling that them cycle they're worthless. Going. You are worthless. Dance like a monkey. You know, <laughs> that's what you got to do. It's, uh, yeah. I've oh, seen bands treat each other that way. I Pretty think it's much, just yeah. a part of the business. Yeah. I don't know. My middle school band director, that's the way he treated us. And then yeah. we became the best band in like the state and won national competitions. Yes. You are all useless. Snap Terrible. into line. Yeah. Uh, uh, we got a little, a little bit off topic there. Oh, it's gotten dark. It's, okay. yeah, it's gone off the rails. It's okay. We'll bring it back. But yeah. So October 6th, come in and see music. I'm going to do music and I probably a little bit of poetry, a little comedy. It's going to be a whole like variety show with me just, you know, with me for a while. It'll be a 45-minute show. <laughs> and uh, speaking of poetry, uh, we're going to actually end the show tonight with a, a kind of a compilation of a poem and a stand-up bit uh, right. that you did called uh, This Past Friday. And would you just kind of like to tell the story that, that generated generated this? Right. Okay. There was a So there was a Black Lives Matter protest, and I was down for that. You know, I was like, all right, I'm going to come out and support that cause. This was like I, the know, week like of like... Uh, Flandreau Castile and yeah. uh, the the other one that week in uh, Baton yes. Rouge. Yes, this is when yeah there were like there were protests like kind of popping up all over the country. Houston and, was the same week. Yeah, you know Huntsville had one that was organizing, and so I you know I, I went out for that, and uh, it was supposed to be in Big Spring Park, but then the city reached out to the organizers and said, "Hey, we're doing a thing in Big Spring Park. Could we meet at the lumber yard instead, or you know like that parking lot there?" And uh, and so they said, "Yeah." sure that will work and uh and they formed a march route uh and the march route ended at the county jail at the behest of city officials 
And when when I saw that that's what was going on, I felt like, okay, they are really sending us a message, aren't they? You yeah. know, they're like, <laughs> why don't we take the protesters and make sure that the march ends at the jail so that we keep it, you know? And uh, in addition to that, there were like there was a local media guy that was like, you know, spreading rumors that it was there was going to be like a disturbance, uh, which wasn't true. It yeah, just the whole somebody, thing. Somebody felt, said there was going to be people attacking the people in the park that night, right? Park, which is ridiculous, yeah. and and so. So, uh, so the whole thing came across as patronizing, you know, it's like the sheriff in front of the, in front of the jail, like, you know, brought up my hometown of Baltimore city, which got me all up. I was like, how dare you bring that up and not say the guy's name? I got, you know, it became a whole thing. And so I wrote a poem about it and went to a poetry slam, um, out loud Huntsville, the second and fourth Sundays of every month. They have a poetry slam at the flying monkey theater at low mill arts and entertainment center. You should go out to it. But uh, this was at one of the Out Loud Huntsville events. And you kind of combine that with a stand-up set that you did afterwards. Yes. Then, like, a few days later, I uh, was uh, at the Copper Top for the Wednesday open mic that happens every Wednesday night, hosted by Tom Hand. It's the comedy open mic. That's at the Copper Top. Uh, so, yeah, this this audio that we're going to hear is a splice together of me explaining the poem as well as delivering the poem. Uh, yeah. Okay. And one more time, <laughs> uh, you'll be at Tim's Cajun Kitchen on September the 30th September for All Right Bayou Comedy. Sorry, Comedy. Did I say September 30th? Correct. Yes. And October the 6th at Hops Wild starting at 10 p.m. Music mostly. Music mostly. Music mostly. mostly. October 6th at Hops Wild. Yes. And Joel, thanks again for coming in. It's always fun to have you here. This is fun. Have you around the studio. We had fun today. Yeah, absolutely. And taking us out tonight, this will be Joel Elliott with This Past Friday. I am starstruck by Huntsville, Alabama. Roll Tide. I do a lot of things. I, I, I don't really call myself like a, a comic, necessarily. I call myself an entertainerist. But I want to see the star of Alabama shine. Not sit idly by as the lines for food pantries fill with more and more faces Black faces, white faces, all races, but the numbers are telling as to which faces matter more. I did spoken word poetry Sunday. Oh my god, I got the crowd all riled. All lives matter erases the black person from a necessary conversation about how imbalanced the equation has to be to keep the young black male statistically at an unemployment rate of 40%. If all lives saw 40% unemployment. All people would call for drastic systemic change. But all lives do not see this, black lives do. So I did this like slam poetry thing and I got the crowd like riled. All lives, even black lives, fear the mythical savagery of the barbarian black stranger. But only certain lives fear danger at the hands of the man whose badge is supposed to signify service and protection. I just got kind of like passionately pissed uh, about how the protest went down. In the star of Alabama, the black man's voice will be heard. And by cooperating peacefully, his feet will be herded by Huntsville Police Department design directly to the Madison County Jail. Marching through back roads to the county jail is not having the freedom to assemble. So we meet outside of town to have this protest. There are speeches, we start marching, and then I realize, oh man, they're marching us to the jail. When HPD extends 
my hand to the community organizers. They leave the back of the other hand in the air poised to strike. I stood in front of that jail. I stood in front of that jail and looked the sheriff of Madison County in the eye while he told me that my hometown of Baltimore City was burning down because people were misbehaving. He did not say his name. He did not say why the people of my hometown burned down the CVS. He did not say why the people of my hometown I witnessed tear apart police vehicles, tear doors off of cars, because they were that righteously angry. Very few people were hurt in that riot because the police dealt with the people responsibly. And I challenge the Madison County Sheriff, if he is going to invoke my hometown, say his name, Freddie Gray. That's whose spinal cord was severed in custody. Freddie Gray. Say his name, Freddie Gray. Say his name, Freddie Gray. The star of Alabama can shine. This has been a production of Spice Radio from Huntsville, Alabama. You guys know what you want, and you don't have to do too much to get it. Get with us at spice-radio.com. If you have a podcast, you make music or art, or you have an event that you want to promote in the Tennessee Valley, you can find us at www.facebook.com slash spiceradiohuntsville, or on Twitter at spiceradiohsv. And again, our website, spice-radio.com.